welcome to another episode of the Immediately Know podcast. I'm your host, Mariela Morales, and today I will be discussing about my diary as a shitty workaholic. And I say shitty because the term workaholic describes someone who has a desperate need for working. They truly enjoy it so much that they'd rather be working than doing anything else. In my case, I'd rather be doing anything else but working, but to do that, I gotta work. So along the years, I have found myself working way too hard, multiple jobs at a time to give myself some sort of lifestyle. I have yet to reach my ideal one, but we're comfortable for now. Also, quick disclaimer, this episode is purely satirical. If you happen to be a future employer, I can assure you that everything I'm sharing in this episode is in no way defamation of any of the previous companies I worked for. I am just sharing my experiences and opinions. This does not reflect on the company at all. Today's episode is sponsored by my desire to do better for myself, to self-improve and to always ensure that I can put food on my plate, clothes on my back, pay my bills, and buy a plane ticket to my next adventure. Not precisely in that order, but it gets done. As I say, If you don't buy food today, you can buy it tomorrow when you visit LA, NYC, London, or wherever you're going. Okay, so let's begin. I've been working since I moved to Canada. I was around 13 or 14 years old when I got my first job at a newspaper company. And no, it wasn't your typical delivery newspaper person. I was actually working with the marketing team as they showed me ways on how to better sell their newspaper, how to engage customers and how to sell them contracts but basically the way that I saw it as a young media enthusiast was an opportunity to learn about the industry and perhaps one day I will be working in it and so I listened to the scripts for the marketing pitch I saw the way they pitched the ideas how the teams worked and honestly it was mesmerizing what wasn't was the job that I had to do afterwards which was to pitch these ideas without the amazing PowerPoint presentations behind me to customers at their homes in their front porch. If you didn't know before, because perhaps you haven't listened to the podcast before, I have ADHD. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. When I was younger, I had the brain and focus skills of a golden retriever. I could be telling you something, but the second I see a fly, a plane, or literally a speck in the air, I was gone. Full on, your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. I wish I was making this up. Obviously, seeing this didn't give me the greatest sales. I did get tips though. I'm not sure if it was I was supposed to, but people felt bad for me. They would give me a $20 bill and say, stay in school, kid. Now that I think about it, that's kind of sad. But I laugh at sad stuff. So I'll probably cry later about this, but that crying session has been scheduled for days. So honestly, this will probably not even be a part of it. Anyways, my second job was at a Greek restaurant and holy, thank God they closed that place down. That place, I was not sure how it was still open for so long and how they haven't poisoned people. But it was a restaurant that should have been in Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. That place was insane, I tell you. They had me peeling potatoes that would fall apart because they were not good. They were mushy. Most of their vegetables were too, like, 
how I, I wanted to say flaccid, but I don't, I don't think that's a valid way to describe food. I don't know. It, they were just, they were not okay. And the bread was frozen to microwave. That bread was so chewy. And the meats, oh my God. I went vegetarian for a whole year after working there. I could not look at the meats the same anymore. But the reason I worked there, and honestly, the reason I work, period, is because I had a trip planned with my friends from school. It was like a school trip to the U.S., and it was going to be amazing. And since I'm a Latina, daughter of immigrant parents, they were not going to pay for me. So I had to work my ass off while I had kids like Jeremy telling me to just ask my parents for the money. Like, boy, do you think that... If that was an option for me, I wouldn't have. You think I woke up one day and I said, my lifelong dream is to peel moldy potatoes sitting in a bucket in the back of a cold-ass kitchen in the winter? You think that was it? But honestly, every time I wake up to a crappy job, I just think about how it is for my character development. I have main character syndrome, and I know that eventually there will be a part in my life script where everything will fall into place. And it's all going to work out the way that I've always wanted it to. But for now, after the nightmare potatoes and my dreamy trip, I ended up getting a job with the local police. Honestly, that job made me feel like a badass. Like, bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? You know, type of thing. Um, they gave me my own register badge. So if at any point in my life I became an officer, that would be the same number that I had when I worked that job. That job lasted me around, I think it was two and a half years. I moved up from a student like slash intern to a team leader to then working as their professional videographer, editor, and interviewer for a documentary that had to be presented to the government officials for the funding of the program in which I started my career with them as a student. And while that job was super cool, they also set me off of failure because I had surreal expectations on how to climb the ladder in a company. I thought that every place I work at would be the same. Like you will start from the bottom and then eventually make it to government officials status. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, so my next job was in a completely different city. I went to school and I vowed myself to be the most independent 17-year-old I could be and to financially support myself without anyone's help. Just me, myself, and the government's money for my student loans. There was a period during my university career where I worked three jobs at the same time. I was out here like Tiana from Princess of the Frog, making it home just enough for three minutes and changing to a different uniform. This was mostly during the summer because government help for rent money is only given while you attend classes. And I refused to do summer school. So my independent Virgo attitude <laughs> decided that to be able to afford rent, I'll get three jobs in which one of them was heavily dependent on tips. And this was not because the rent was high, but because I like to live large and have so much fun during the summer. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and this is due to the fact that Canada only sees the sun for six months out of the year. So I wanted to be out and about, having hot girl summer the whole time. My jobs consisted on bartendering from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m., Wednesday to Sunday. Then I worked at a Disney store 
from Monday to Sunday during the day, depending on the schedule I would make. Um, wait, actually, I worked four jobs. My third one was a videographer for a Chinese club at a library. It was like a newcomer thing. Um, they love my portfolio, so they hired me, and I worked there on the weekends, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. These people woke up so early. I would make it home from the bar that I worked at around like 4 a.m. Then I would sleep for an hour. Then I had to bus to the library that was so far from me. So I would sleep like a little bit more on the bus. The struggle was so real. Anyways, but at least the bags under my eyes were designer. We out here, baby. And my fourth job that summer was a professional babysitter job. Like, there was a whole system. People booked you based on your knowledge, CPR training, qualifications, and whatnot. And I had all those trainings from working with the police. Like, we had some extensive CPR training. Um, and I also babysitted, like, many kids as a side job during high school, too. I, I didn't mention that before because it was mostly unpaid, as my parents used to offer me as a babysitter to their friends. Like, bitch. As if I was a whole ass coupon system. Anyways, but honestly, I kind of overworked myself that summer so much that I felt super ill and I was so stubborn on insisting on not asking anyone to help me. Don't be like me. I ended up in a hospital with an ear infection, laryngitis, and a huge migraine. Life was tough, especially because at one point I had to babysit two kids, like after I got better, obviously not with the whole mess that I was. Um, and they were relatively young siblings. This lady, when she booked me, she did not mention that they had a cat. I'm super allergic to cats. Love them. Can't breathe around them. But they're cute. Anyways, at one point, we're all doing crafts. I'm like sticking my head out of the window as I'm doing crafts with these kids because I cannot breathe. It smells like cat everywhere. Anyways, so this one kid, like the older sibling uh they said that they had to go to the bathroom they needed to you know do number one so they leave i'm watching their younger sibling and then i hear an electric racer and then a cat screaming i have never run so fast i go check and this kid has shaved a chunk of hair from their head and then they did the same to the cat so they could be matching buddies that was the most effective birth control I have ever witnessed. Honestly, speechless. But eventually September arrived, and so did that government money. Touching. Now me acting like I'm not crying every month now, paying them back because I graduated. <laughs> Anyways, after school was back, I continued to work at the one place that made me super happy, which was Disney. The pay was okay. Got to wear a cute outfit and would literally sing all day during my shifts. So it was a win-win. A win is a win, you know? <laughs> but if you know me personally, you know that I'm obsessed with Disney. Like, I know the parks better than I know the city that I live in. So I stuck with that one job. But after a year passed and I couldn't go any higher than uh, an assistant manager position, I left and got a super cool job at a summer camp. That summer, I legit lived my Camp Rock fantasy. My inner 13-year-old self was living her best life. 
This was amazing. But Camp Rock didn't last longer than the summer. So once I got back, I had to get another job. And so I started working at a restaurant that was mostly a brunch dinner place. Um, this place was a bit more clean than the previous one that I worked at. To the point that I would eat there a lot. Until one day, I saw the green bread that they had. That they would try to dust stuff so they could serve it. Yeah. That place also closed down. <laughs> it's either I work in crappy restaurants or I bring some sort of bad luck to them that they all close down. The bar, however, is thriving, but perhaps alcohol kills all bacteria and the drunks always pay generously. <laughs> well, after that place, I got myself two other jobs. I love these ones because they were right in front of each other. I worked at an ice cream place and then at a cell phone company. And if you follow me on TikTok, then those are the story times that you see on my TikTok and Instagram. My favorite part about the ice cream store is that it didn't have a bathroom. So if I needed to go to one, I would literally have to close down the whole store because they would schedule me alone. And then go across to the other store that I worked at and use the bathroom. Otherwise, the nearest toilet was almost a seven minute walk one way. And my manager had the audacity to say that they expected me to not have the store closed for more than 15 minutes. Girl, it takes like 14 minutes for the round trip. Then I gotta pee. Then sing happy birthday while washing my hands. Like, if you don't want the store to be closed, you gotta put a bathroom in the back. Also, the back room was not really a back room. We couldn't really get breaks. We had to eat lunch. And take breaks while working still. Like I would have to kind of bring a sandwich to eat lunch. But I'm still like serving people. So I had to hide my sandwich while on my break. Like you basically did not get a break. I did however eat a lot of ice cream. Even though I'm lactose intolerant. But it was a good ice cream. And while you scream ice cream for ice cream. I'm going to share the real tea which is mainly focus at the cell phone company that I worked at. And not me being a shameless plug, but if you have watched my TikToks, you would see that um, most of the stories that I've shared from when I worked at this place, they were kind of viral. But if you haven't, then let me tell you some stories. So I used to work there a few years ago, and there was two instances in which I was unsure on why I was still working at that place. Because the most unhinged things would happen at this mall in which the store I worked was at. The first story I'll share is when a lady, and she was most likely on her late 30s, early 40s. She comes in, seems like she's in a little bit of a rush. She starts asking me about internet monitoring for their cell phone. To which I am trained to ask, um, what type of screening for the internet would you need? Is it for a child? Do you need to review which sites that go through on their phones? Would you like me to set up notifications for your phone if they try downloading certain apps or accessing certain media you wouldn't allow? And an important note in this story is that I was being super respectful, very welcoming, smiling, you know, like a regular human being. Um, and right after I finished my sentence, this lady went full-on Karen. She smiled very creepily. 
right before looking me up and down and saying, are you fucking stupid? How many years have you been working here? How do you not know what internet monitoring is? Guys, at this point, I'm full on speechless. My cheeks are clenched. I'm shooketh. I looked at my coworker and he's looking down and just leaps to the back room. Most likely to laugh and watch the rest of the interaction through the security cameras. I proceed to ask the lady if perhaps there is like another type of monitoring that she's looking for. And very angrily inside, I had to fucking apologize for not knowing what she meant. I had to apologize. Anyways, even after apologizing, she proceeded to full on Karen again, hit me with, well, obviously the internet monitoring is for someone who has just gotten out of jail and now they have to stay home because like they can't leave and their parole officer needs to monitor their cellular usage. I, again, full and speechless, cheeks are permanently clenched at this point. And there is a gazillion things going through my head. Like, is it supposed to be common knowledge that I didn't know? Do people really go to jail that often? Did I meet these people before, send the guy to jail myself, and then got hit with the men in black pen and just forgot about this whole situation? Like, this lady was acting like I was responsible for this man's crime. As if he was John Valjean and I was Javert chasing his ass to justice. I wish I was making this up. I almost said, I'm so sorry that I wasn't aware that you live with members of the mafia. My apologies for the misunderstanding. I, however, probably said some polite shit. I don't know. Uh, then I told her that I would look for the app to set it up. Somehow, as I said that, I triggered something else. Because she looked at me and she said, you're going to look? Last time this happened, they just added it to the account and I was out of here in a few minutes. Bruh, the look that I had in my head. This lady full on admitted that she lives with the worst member of the mafia. Mans has been caught twice? Also, when she mentioned that they just added it, I needed two things. One, they didn't add anything because that doesn't exist. And two, I checked notes on her account and she was flagged as a very rude person. So I proceeded to do what any minimum wage worker would have done. I lied. I said I added it and she was on her way with her placebo monitoring for the godfather. For the second story, which is the best story, I'm just going to have to have you all go to my TikTok at Mariela A. Morales, and check it out. It's been on my profile and labeled cheating husband, and that is some tea you will want to hear. I also had a couple of other random jobs, like I work at a bike shop. I was the only female there, and honestly, all the guys were super nice and welcoming, but they mansplained a lot for me. I'm not going to act like I'm the biggest feminist because... If Harry Styles said sit, I will sit. But I knew more than they gave me credit for. I actually sold a bunch of very, very expensive bikes. I'm sure me being the only girl wearing a cute work uniform had something to do with it. And I'm not trying to suck on my own TDs. I'm not saying that I'm the cutest girl in the world and that Bella Hadid could never. But the type of men that would come into the bike shop, trust me, their standards were not high. <laughs> um, I worked as a club promoter one summer. 
And that was a crazy ride. Club promoters are like the popular kids in high school. They think they're top shit. La última Coca-Cola del desierto. And they be acting like they own the club. Some of the kids that I work with were out here promising free drinks to people, free cover to more people than the limit that we had, and had some serious alcoholism problems. Not only that, but most of them were not even legal, like of legal age, or they just turned of age, so their friends weren't. And they would ask the dumbest questions like, oh, if I promote this event, can I come in and drink? Like, honey, if bleach looks like water, does that mean you can drink it? No. <laughs> like, I mean, to each their own. But these people were really out here promoting small clubs, acting like they were promoting Drake's new album release party at Rebel. Like, boo-boo, this is, it's just Justin Bieber night. Calm down. <laughs> the last job I had before my current one, and for the current one, I can't talk shit because I need the money. <laughs> but I used to work at a hotel the way I loved that place at first. <laughs> I have learned so many things from working there. One of them being that people lack planning skills. I worked there during the whole COVID vaccine strikes in the capital of Canada. So our hotel was booked to the rim. Some people, okay, we were booked to the rim. And people would have the audacity to come on a winter night. And ask if we had a room. And once we told them that we were fully booked, they started gaslighting us. Being like, wow, you're going to make us sleep in our car in the snow? Like, bitch, is it my fault that you didn't book anything? No. Anyways, so another thing that I learned is that people lack brain cells. And again, so we were super booked for the, the COVID vaccine strikes um, in Canada. Uh, and we had the whole place filled with cops. And it was snowing so badly that during the whole like truckers convoy protest. And if you want to know more about it, Google it. Because <laughs> I don't really care too much to explain it. Anyways, but the place was filled with cops. We also had the, <laughs> the conspiracy theorists come in and tell us that the cops are placing tracking devices in the snow so when the wind blows, they spread COVID and track the people that hasn't been vaccinated. I wish you could have seen my face when a grown-ass man with a serious face said that to me. Like, what in the Spy Kids technology do you think the police have? Where are they attaching these tracking devices to the COVID particles? The germs? How would that even make sense? All I used to say to those people were, wow, that's so true. I will be on the lookout for that. As if I was playing with a five-year-old and their imaginary friend. All jokes aside, I did meet some amazing people at that place. It was a very supportive team. Can't say the same about some managers, but most of my former co-workers are still very close friends and I will cherish them forever. Also, shout out to my boy Joey for making my Instagram real covers. Check his stuff out at Mark Jonathan Media on Instagram. And while I would love to tell you about my current job, I would like to still make a living wage and afford all my Etsy purchases. So I will have to end the episode here, but not before leaving you with some food for your soul. Here we go. Nobody has the right to dim your light. 
I want you to be the brightest star, the loudest drum, the strongest rock, and the bravest hero I know that you can be. Don't ever forget who you are and remember that everything gets better. You're loved, you're smart, and you have so much to live for. And with this, I will say goodbye. Thank you so much again for listening. I love spending time together. Please take care of yourself, drink water, eat something, and I will hear you in the next episode. Bye-bye.